all of us are the miracle that we are here and we have opinions and talents and ideas and feelings. If we can't give someone the wholeness that they deserve, then we're missing out on so much in life. Hi, we are Colleen and Colleen, and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong. So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hola. Hola. I forgot. Uh, I'm really sorry about that. I'm trying to to be in the um, Encanto spirit. And then I guess, Mm -hmm. is that how they would say that in Colombia? I don't know. But now that my kids are getting better and better at Spanish and I am not, I feel Mm -hmm. like I should do that. What's that? um, Duolingo app? I don't know. To learn other languages because I'm feeling a little left out. I, I also believe with my heart that there are just some of us who are not capable of learning another language, no matter what. Sounds like a limiting belief. Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, in this, in much in the same way that I really, really wanted to start to read the Bible, and I do not think I can. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I not that I never can, and not that I might not ever learn another language. I just think some people's brains are not built right for such tough maybe it's the way you're learning it could be like if you you had a actual class talking to someone I feel like you'd learn it way faster instead of like trying to read it and listen to something you know maybe 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 I need to give it more than five minute chance to you know right 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 anyway Um, hi I'm CB and I'm CS. And this is You Fit Here. If you didn't realize why you were here or listening to us talk about limiting beliefs. Um, speaking of limiting beliefs, guess what? My boot camp crew that I work out with was like, let's all do Whole30 for the month of February. And I was like, mm-hmm. mm, nah. <laughs> but I was like, I'm not a quitter. I'll do the challenge, kind of. Like, I'm not fully giving up certain things like I might have a beverage on my birthday and I might whatever however I think the whole mindset of it have you ever done this Mm, I don't really I think the like theory behind it is to break your addictions to things and then like introduce things back in slowly because it's whatever so I was like well if there's one thing I'm addicted to for sure, that I know is not good for me. It's my chemical coffee creamer that I love with all of my heart. And so I was like, that's my biggest goal is to not drink that for 30 days and see if my taste buds change where I am fine using something that is better for me. And I am on day two. (laughs) (laughs) But so far, so good. (laughs) So are you not drinking coffee? No, I'm drinking it with this like nut pod creamer, almond milk. That's meh. But you know what? It did get me down to only one cup yesterday. 
because I just didn't want anymore. So maybe Mm -hmm. it will in turn help my caffeine addiction. I don't know. But that's my goal for 30 days. Well, I wish you all of the best success. I know. But then at one point I'm like, where's the balance of just enjoying my life? (laughs) I don't know. I don't know either. And that's something I really enjoy. So we'll see. After 30 days, I can say this is all hogwash. Never again. But we'll see. I don't think I don't think that it is hogwash. I just think it's it's it, it's hard. Totally. But you know, my challenge. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do right. it. Oh my gosh! But we're 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 here to actually talk about um, mm-hmm. something oh, else. <laughs> but obviously, we like to go off off the beaten path a bit. But um, yeah, I probably shouldn't show you like my veggie chips and my. Ginger ale and my coffee. Well, I think it's, I don't know. I think everyone, like, the girl who's done it in the past, who's, like, leading it, who I really like, she said it's more about, like, what's your vice and trying to, like, kick that vice. So, to me, like, you're supposed to be dairy-free, I guess, in this. But, like, dairy is not a vice to me because I already know it hurts my stomach, so I just don't do it. So I was like, okay, so I'm not going to like be insane about this and ruin my life, but I like the idea of like not being dependent on anything. And right. so my dependency is probably my creamer. But then do you know what I thought was interesting is I normally don't walk around my house and like crave sweets. I don't know if I've talked about this before, but like we always have sweets in our house. So mentally I feel like I never need them because they're just always here. But because I did not have my coffee creamer, which is probably so sweet, I wanted chocolate all day yesterday. And I was like, am I filling my sweet dependency with my creamer? <laughs> Maybe. Anyway, I mean, it, it is. It is. Um, I mean, like I can talk myself into saying like, well, this coffee is my dessert for the day. Totally. Is how much creamer I put in it. Tastes so good. And I'm like just the happiest little clam in the ocean drinking all that delicious, gross creamer that I love so much. I know. Okay. That's all. I feel like I'm making a lot of noises. So I do apologize about that. You're not. It's good. Okay. So we chatted last week and we started to talk about Encanto and then we were like, stop. This needs to be an episode because if you have not listened all the way through, we like to break down movies sometimes. For your pleasure and, and ours. Frozen 2 or um, Sing Did We Do Wedding Dates. What you say? No, we're, we're, we're obviously not focusing on crude and um, inappropriate oh, movies. Oh, Mike and Dave Wedding Dates. Yeah. Right. But Also amazing. Just when, when there's a – Disney movie or any kind of movie that just makes us want to like, I don't know, dance on a roof or be better people in general, then it is something worth diving deeper into. Yes, because I said the last time, I feel like Disney is stepping up their game with their like undertone messages that might go right above our kids' heads. But even though they're going above our kids' heads, they're still in Infiltrating. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, think of the Disney movies we watched as a kid, as a kid, as a kid, like, how did we not grow up 
subliminally wanting to find a prince and wearing a pretty dress and wanting to be Belle, like, and having a hero <laughs> instead of right. us being the hero. Um, so I'm just, some of these movies, I just feel need more, more breaking down because the points are just so good. Right. They really. Okay. Ugh. So if you have not seen Encanto, <clears throat> feel free to pause or listen to this and then watch it with even more appreciation. Yeah. Because I've watched it a lot of times already. And Same. It's just that great. And the soundtrack I've listened to just by myself in the car singing often. Same. So, okay. That's so All good. Right. Okay. Where shall we begin? Well, do we need to give a like brief synopsis without giving stuff away? Yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to end up giving stuff away, you guys. That's just so here's but nothing your spoiler that will make, alert. It won't spoil it. It's not going to ruin the movie. But if you don't want to hear about it, stop now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So what's the like quick synopsis? You so want that me all to give of our the, points make sense. Do you want me to give the quick synopsis? If you would like. Um, okay. Well, Encanto is about a, a very lovely, magical family who received a blessing, or Abuela, um, the grandmother of the house, received a blessing at a young age when something very tragic happened to her. And um, every, or I forget how old they are. How old are they when they get their special gift? Mm, not sure. I really don't know. But at a certain age, this magical house that just came to be because of the magic that was bestowed upon this family, a new door is created and the member of the family gets to see what their magical power is. And the protagonist, is that what we call Mirabelle? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. The main character, the main darling character of the movie, Mirabelle, um, is trying to figure out why she did not receive a miracle of her own, a gift of her own, but mm-hmm. has the most positivity uh, of ever. Um, but uh, it's it's quite an adventure, and there's there are so many, you know, ugh, gosh, when you think of it as like the house and what happens to the house and everything, there's just so many cracks, and there's just so there's there's damage that nobody can see. It's like the mold that that you don't discover until you just start like knocking things down. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and she, you know, she just is not, she's no quitter and I don't want to give away everything, but yes, it was that. Okay. Yes. Great. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Yeah. So these gifts that everyone received are something specific. Like one of the cousins, she can hear things from like a mile away, like the tiniest pin drop or whisper. Um, one of the grandmother's children, the main character's mom, she can heal people with her food that she makes. Um, so they're all like specific gifts uh, that benefit them. And the abuela said that she will, all of them will use their gifts to enrich the community because they're so grateful they got this miracle and this magical house and whatever. So that's like this Start of it. Right. Explaining everyone's gifts and stuff. There, okay. Oh, and I should have mentioned that there's a candle. The, the yes. miracle came in form of a burning candle 
and to keep the the miracle burning, as Abuela says, she feels that everybody who um, has a gift must offer that gift to anyone and and everyone that they possibly can in order for the miracle to last for as long as it will. Um, So therefore applying a lot of pressure on these people who are good people, but who are really only known for one thing each. Yes, exactly. Yeah. There's, there's no depth or, or any opportunity because they're all pretty busy sharing their gifts with the community. Correct. Right. Okay. So we have a couple topics. There's so many, but a couple, um, let's start with the gifts first. Okay. So Mirabelle is one of three sisters. Her one sister, Isabella, her gift is, um, I guess you could say making everything beautiful and perfect. So she, can create all these flowers and beautiful things. And her life is picture perfect and creating these picture perfect poses and all this stuff in her life. Like everything is glamorous and Mirabelle, the younger sister is like, Oh my God, how can your life be horrible? Everything's so freaking perfect. Okay. Go. Moving on to the next character. No, break it down. Break it down. Isabella. Yeah. Oh, 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 okay. So, um, okay. So, Essentially, okay, there's Abuela, and then Abuela and her husband, Pedro, who was killed very tragically, and that is when the miracle – oh my gosh, I'm just like telling the story. I don't know why I'm doing that. But I feel like it's important for you to know that Abuela is the head of the house. Her husband is gone, and she had triplets. So two girls and a boy. Yep. The boy's gift was um, for – Hold on. We're just talking about Isabella. Well, I was just going to say that Bruno has this vision in which Mirabelle – Bruno is one of the triplets, and that's his gift, but he's been missing for a while because he shared one of his prophecies that was very upsetting to the family and confused everybody and – or I guess it just confused him. I don't know that he actually shared it with the family, right? Right, but all of his prophecies were like misunderstood by people, so he always felt like he was like bad news bears, and then he disappeared. Letting people down and whatnot. Yeah. So w- when Mirabelle tracks him down, she gets to see the vision that he had, but it the vision keeps going and she sees herself embracing Isabella, who is the sister. You can just tell there's, I mean, in the most Disney way like possible, they just don't really see eye to eye or get along. And Mirabelle frustrates Isabella because Isabella seeks perfection because that's what her gift is. And so if things aren't perfect, she likes to place blame and it usually can just fall right on Mirabelle, I think. Um, And yeah, so, but as we know, and we talk about all the time, nothing is perfect. And there is a very beautiful way that Mirabelle is able to like sympathize with her perfect sister, even though it's the last thing she ever thought she'd be able to do. But in just actually having a conversation with her, realizes that even though this is her gift, like there's so much more to her and and what she wants to do and what she thinks she can do. Um, Gosh, I mean, I just wish that we could just like do a play-by-play of the whole entire movie. 
I know. Well, I think Isabella, so the main topic for her is perfectionism. And I think a lot of people deal with this in life thinking like, if I don't get this perfect or they ruminate on thoughts until something is perfect without realizing that nothing's ever perfect. And she has a song about like her and her journey. And she's has a quote that says, what if I could just, what if, oh my gosh, what could I do if I just knew it didn't need to be perfect? It just needed to be. And they let me be. So the pressure that this family and the community and probably herself has put on herself to be perfect and to have everything beautiful and under control and just perfect has weighed her down so much to the point where she's like about to marry a guy that she doesn't even want to marry just to make the family happy. And I think a lot of us grew up that way, or maybe our children are that way. And you can see signs in that um, or signs in your kids or family members of being that way and just wanting to appease people and make sure everything looks good on the outside while they suffer on the inside. Um, So I think that's one of the topics in the movie that's super important to um, pay attention to that even though something might look beautiful and perfect on the outside, that doesn't mean that someone on the inside doesn't have a completely different, you know, feeling or journey that they're going through. Yes. And in in her song, her main song, she, she says, what could I do? I think it's if I were truly madly deeply in the moment. And I love I know and I every time that. I think of the dream I'll be you know that's yeah, truly yeah, yeah. madly, madly right. truly And maybe it's not those three words, but it's something No, it to, is those three words because I think it every time, but they're in a different oh, order. Oh, okay. They're in a different order. But because she is never able to really be in the moment that mm-hmm. she wants to be in because she has to uphold this perfectionist version of of who she is technically able to be because she was bestowed the gift of perfection. So um, that's that's something that other people don't think about. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you can't think about it if you don't break down some walls. Totally. So, okay. That's so that's her, her, her storyline and I love it. Okay, let's I do love it too. Louisa. Louisa. Gosh, we have so – uh, so many thoughts about Louisa. Every time oh I listen to a song, I'm like, this is my favorite song. And then I'm like, no, wait, no, 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 this, no, actually, no, this part of this song. They're also good. Okay, so Louisa is the other sister, so the three mm-hmm. sisters on the one side of the family, um, and her gift is strength. So she has this superhuman strength where she can lift a church, move bridges, lift a church, you know. Um, Yeah, that's her gift. And she's Constantly, as you see throughout the movie, being asked by all the people in the town, people in the house, like, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you move this? And so when Mirabelle breaks her down a little bit, her song is very much about this pressure that she's under. Um, One of the quotes she says is, I'm pretty sure I'm worthless if I can't be of service which is just so sad. And then another one, if I could shake the crushing weight of expectations, would that free up some room for joy? Which I love. And her whole song is about this pressure and you just see the physical pressure of like the community, the earth, everything crushing down on her shoulders and she's trying to hold it up. 
And she keeps saying like, give it to your sister, your sister's stronger or leave it to your sister. It doesn't hurt her and all this stuff. But really inside she's this emotional being who like has all these feelings and just doesn't want this pressure crushing down on her. And then you see her crying finally in the movie. And it's just like, Oh my gosh, this whole person who has feelings is just seen. I don't want to say stereotype because she is living that way for everyone as just this strong Nothing affects her human when deep down she can't live her truth. Right. And, and she doesn't both. and she doesn't want to have all the weight on her shoulders, physical yes. or otherwise. And and everybody has that weight on their shoulders, even though it's distributed differently and expectations vary. But um, yeah, she she's a great she's a great character. I I, I just I marvel at the talent that goes into Oh my gosh, I know. Everything. Um, so yeah, definitely Another she and Mirabel definitely get along well. Yeah. Thing about her is they, her character, they drew her. What was the fact you said? They had to fight to draw her. The artists as, had to fight to make her as tough and I want to say masculine. Visually masculine. Visually yeah. tough as, as they wound up. Um, yeah, she's much bigger. Her. She has a deeper voice. She has very strong muscles. And I like, well, I saw one thing about like, well, of course they make the strength look masculine. And I was like, I don't like that because she's dressed in a dress. She dances in her song, like sassy and sexy almost, not sexy, but you know, um, and they give her this other depth that I really like. So, um. Pay attention to that and tell us your thoughts okay. on that because I think they have all these little things that could go unnoticed. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Like someone I didn't can be strong and have huge muscles and just crush at life and then also go do the salsa and wear a skirt and wear makeup. Like why and, do we – And dance like nobody's watching. Yeah, put people in these boxes and I think that goes for – both of the people, and this kind of goes to the overall theme of the movie that we will get to, but um, not just being one thing and being a whole rounded human and not just the gift that they were given. Yes. Okay, what else? Okay, so perfectionism, pressure. Oh, and also asking for help with Louisa. Like yes. She was not asking for help, and we've discussed this. Like, you can't go through life without help from other people. Um. And when you're always the helper, like she said, I'm worthless if I can't be of service, that you can't go through life without letting people also help you. Right. And so. But to her, she thinks, well, I'm the only one who can actually do this work. But yeah. there are other ways you can spread the word that I'm taking the week off. <laughs> or, totally. you know, there there are always ways to get the help that that you need. Um, if you have a talent that literally nobody else possesses, then obviously you can't you can't ask somebody else to take take that over. But you can definitely make allowances for yourself and take what you need in other areas and spaces. So um, <clears throat> all that unfolding of of well, the, the whole thing, how it unfolds, is just beautiful. And I cried, and then I cried, 
And then the third time that I watched it, I feel like it really clicked. All of it. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Yeah. Anyway. So, so I think one times. of the things is holding people. So all these people and their gifts were holding people in this movie to this one thing or way that they are or should be or talent or gift instead of viewing people as a whole multidimensional person and letting them have every range of thought and feeling and talent and not just the one thing. It's like when you hear the stories about famous singers or athletes specifically and then their career's over and they're 20 something years old and now what? You know, because they've been this, or at least seen as this one dimensional thing and the pressure is on them to do this one thing really well their whole life. And then when that's over, oh my gosh, what if we haven't figured out the rest of us? It's It goes for anyone, being a mother or a wife, when you're so in one facet of your life for so long and you don't take the time to, you know, love yourself and come up with your self-worth and ask yourself questions, then once those things end, what now? Right. So I think that goes for ourselves, but then also for judging others and not just seeing them as like a one-dimensional person. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. If you're going to assume, then assume that everybody is struggling Totally. Yeah. You know, um, and so anyway, okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. So I I just saw something on Instagram and I'm, I'm going to get this wrong and I don't know her name and I feel very bad about that, but it was reported maybe on E! News, which I know my husband says is not a reliable news source, but, um, that 2019 Miss USA. Did you see this? Yeah. Committed suicide. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I could not help but just think about how she yeah, say died was, by suicide. Right. Um, she, and I don't know anything about it, but just in, in speaking about the movie, she had these standards to uphold. Um, and she was in this box of needing to be perfect and act perfectly. And, and it probably all came crashing down. And again, I, I really don't know, but when this is a Disney movie that we're talking about, but in real life, it's, it's dangerous. It's just dangerous. Um, Mm -hmm. and I don't know how to tell people to avoid doing the one thing that they're really good at, but here's the thing. You might be really good at that, but what do you enjoy doing? Do, do those things also, you know, don't just don't forget that there are other things that might bring you joy. Um, and doesn't have to be X, Y, or Z. So, okay. Yeah. And doing those things, are you doing certain things in your life because you love them or because you believe it's expected of you for your family's sake or someone else's sake or because someone told you you were good at this so you should just do it? You know, finding out like, well, guess what? I might be the world's best ice skater, but I don't like ice skating. I'm not. Oh, man. That would just, um, that would suck. Right? That's okay. But that's okay. Yeah, that is, that is okay. And I, I wouldn't want to watch somebody ice skate if I thought it made them unhappy. Exactly, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, so don't bury those things deep down. Like right. Louisa and Isabella. Right. And I kind of feel like that's, we don't get as much about the other characters in terms of what they've been suppressing. But right. but it's also, they're, they're not as big of a part of the story. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I yeah. also liked the three sister dynamic because I think people hear about like, three of the same children dynamic all the time. Um, And I like that they had three sisters to show all the different versions of humans that can come from the same two people, that they're all totally different and unique um, and shouldn't. Well, technically they aren't compared to each other at all because they're all so different, but it's almost like in this movie, they needed to find more of what they had in common Versus different from each other to bond and connect. Totally. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm just thinking about the, in the moment that Mirabelle saw like, okay, so we're going to – I'm going to figure this whole thing out, like how to keep our family together if I can hug m- my perfect sister and just looking at it from the one angle of, okay, so I have to just go hug her and not thinking that you have to chip away – yeah. To kind of like dig deeper and figure out what is keeping us from hugging as sisters in the first place. Yeah. And like um, what is her her assumption going into it is she has a perfect life. Nothing's ever going to affect her. Let me just give her a hug and be done with this instead right. of her coming to this realization of how she actually feels and lives. And then now they've created this beautiful – relationship together that they wouldn't have known unless they opened up to each other. Right. I have goosebumps all over my legs. <laughs> so good. Because this movie really touches my heart. It does. It's a good one. And the soundtrack. Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. It's so good. Um, and life is obviously not, not a fairy tale in the sense of like, okay, just get to know your brother a little better. Then you won't. You'll see eye to eye, and I know it's not like that, but we can we can show compassion and, and wait for those walls to come down if that's if that's what it takes. There are obviously many ways. Um, I just like that it was addressed, yes, in the way that it was, and it's just a good lesson to learn that it needs it needs to be addressed. One thousand percent, and in the same way of. Bruno, the uncle who goes missing or whatever, nobody wants to talk about him. And Mirabelle, she wants to talk about him because she wants to get to the bottom of everything. And uh, I think there's like a lot of underlying messages within that whole thing too of, okay, we're trying to figure out what his prophecy was and what what is contributing to everything that's going wrong in this family, but, but we can't talk about it be- because right. we're not going to figure it out. So it's the the wrong assumption that, I mean, it's just settling for we're not we're not going to figure it out. Where yeah. Mirabelle, she just makes it her mission because she has no gift, and and she wants to make her family proud, and she thinks if she can save her family, that's that's the ultimate gift that she could give them. And so it's um, a lot of not talking in this family and everybody just marching around and doing magic. <laughs> yeah, totally. And I think that's so prevalent in so many families. 
Like right. we just don't talk about the stuff that's uncomfortable or that would stress someone out and not even just families in life in general. We avoid the conflict or the confrontation, but sometimes that's what's needed to get anywhere instead of just surface level and ignoring stuff. Right. 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 Yeah. And Sadly, I love that's... Bruno. Oh, me too. Are we diving into Bruno right now? Sure. Great. Okay. So Bruno is the brother of the triplets. So Abuela's son. And he or his gift is to see these visions or have these prophecies and He's not in control of what he sees. He just sees them and then shares them with people. And people just don't like what they see because one of the things in the song is like, he told me my fish would die and then the next day my fish is dead. But instead of that just being what he saw, they blame him for every vision that he has. And so eventually he gets to this point where he's like, I can't share these because I'm always the bad guy and I whatever. So I'm just going to leave the family. Turns out he never left. He's been living like in the walls of the house. And there's this really sad part where he kind of cut a hole through the wall by the dining room table. So when the whole family eats, he sits behind the wall and eats with them on his own because he says they're still my family. Um, but and I he love them. Loves them, even though he doesn't feel, you know, seen or appreciated or understood by them. Um And I don't think he even understands or appreciates himself or his gift until Mirabelle comes in. Um, But I think the topic here is also like not judging a book by its cover. I could be like, don't kill the messenger. It could be whatever. But there's a part in the song that says um, he always left Abuela and the family fumbling, grappling with the prophecies they couldn't understand. So because his prophecies or visions left everyone else kind of frantic and not understanding, he became like this outcast and people quickly were like, don't talk about him. We're not bringing it up. It's too stressful, which is heartbreaking that like a mother and her son and then sisters and their brother could like separate just because they couldn't talk about these things or try to understand them together. Right. I think Bruno felt much like just a huge disappointment. Yeah. And something that we all need to remember is that we don't get to choose the gifts that we are born with or the gifts that we are not born with. And so on top of the fact that he is kind of looked at as doing his gift wrong or not doing it in the way that someone else might, That's not really the point. It was the gift that he was given. He's doing the best that he can without any help or guidance from anybody else because nobody talks about anything and no one's there to support him in the way that he needs to be supported. And so he feels as though the disappointment is just too much to bear and they're better off without him. Um, And it's, I mean, it's sad, but it happens all of the time. And people, I mean, it's just like Elsa. She just decides to, well, and speaking of Elsa, he he does this one part in the song where he says, let it in, let it out, let it rain, let it snow, let it go. And he does his yeah. arms like wide. And it was on IMDb that that was purposeful, obviously intentional, but um, he's suppressing his gifts. He hasn't, he hasn't tried to see the future in however many years now. 
because he just feels like he's doing it wrong. But the mm-hmm. truth is, is that people were just blaming him for the wrong reasons. Right. Um, because people don't like to take responsibility. One of the prophecies was he told me that I would grow a gut and just like he said, and his belly flops out. But obviously you don't grow a gut without eating poorly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we don't like to be held accountable for our choices, but we all make choices. We make lots of choices every single day and choice after choice after choice after choice, there's a result of those choices. Mm-hmm. But because it was prophesized, well, this isn't my fault. It's right. almost like you're you're fulfilling your own prophecy that you were privileged enough to get handed to you, but then it's Didn't not. Didn't choose not, to change it. Yeah. You, yeah, yeah. you Right. Exactly. So yeah. I feel horrible for Bruno. I also think he's quite funny and quirky and lovable. Oh, I love him. Yeah. And I think his fi- family dynamic, once he comes back, um, he's quickly embraced by all of his family members. And he's like apologizing, saying he has so many things. And the one sister's like, we don't care. We just are glad you're here with us and safe and whatever. And maybe it's him removing himself or taking himself away that made them all realize. But I think I'd fight for my son or brother (laughs) to not disappear or to find him considering he was living in the walls the whole time. (laughs) But... Okay, and I think that it is very interesting when you think about the movie as a whole. It it begins with Abuela and it it sort of it ends with everybody, but along the way, Abuela cannot take her eyes off of the prize, the candle. She yeah. cannot enjoy um I mean all she all she cares about is what's my daughter's gift going to be? What's my grandson's gift going to be? And how can we bestow these gifts upon this community in order to keep the candle burning? So she misses out on everything else. And she does, she's not even able to see that things are starting to fall apart and break and crack right in front of her eyes. Um, and I can't blame her because after the worst thing happened when she loses her husband, when she has these, I'm acting like this is like a true story. These three little infant children so tragically and something as beautiful as this miracle is given to you for a reason you don't understand yourself. How, how could you be anything but focused on that? But I think so often when we have this, a goal, we cast shadows on other things that were once bright lights in our life that are just dim now. And you can even think about this as like, if you're really focused on a project at work and you're impatient with your kids or don't make the time to be present for yourself or your spouse or your partner or your brother or your sister or whomever it may be. Um, we, we oftentimes I think she's, she's relatable, even though she's frustrating when you're watching Encanto, (laughs) the Disney movie. Um, but she changes her tune, but in order for that to happen, everything has to fall apart. And we've talked about that before, how sometimes you got to start with a whole new foundation. Sometimes, okay, I'm going to use this as an example. My sister, who lost her husband a year and a half ago um, and is essentially an empty nester now, is finally taking the time to do some things in her home that she's wanted to do for a very long time. So on Sunday night, I went over to help her hang some curtains. Well, the painters just painted right over not just like the holes in the wall, but the anchors. So the anchors are like embedded in. So mm-hmm. she's, she, 
I'm like, do you want me to take these out? What do you want me to do? And she's like, just do what's easiest. I'm like, I just don't feel like that's going to work. Just do what's easiest. So I'm like, all right, let's see if we can get the drill into the painted over anchor. And we did, but it was like coming away from the wall. And so I, 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 I did the next one and I'm, I'm like, we got to start, we got to start over. And she's like, all right, do whatever you want. And even though you probably wouldn't have been able to notice looking at the curtains when they're hanging, I just knew that they're going to last longer. And I Mm -hmm. just knew taking shortcuts for something as simple as a curtain, but that if, if it gets tugged on the wrong way, it's going to rip out the wall. And then there's going to be an even bigger hole than, than there was now that we were able to so easily fix. So, um, I, I know it sounds crazy, but like Encanto made me w- want to do that. <laughs> right. Cause I kind of in the past in my whole life have been more of like a, and even when I'm explaining to our 10 year old who wants to get in the trash rotation, mm-hmm. which is like a chore the boys do for every two weeks on and off trash and recycle. I, I took the time to like say, you know, oftentimes I don't think I did a good enough job with Connor and Danny explaining to them when this is your duty, it's more than just collecting the trash. You need to put the trash can back where you found it. If any trash falls onto the floor, that is also your responsibility. And just kind of like taking it that next step and just looking at what else is there that I need to do to do the job well. Um, But that's that's not like the easy thing to do would be like, you're going to figure it out yourself. And so just go do it. But then I get mad when it's not done the way that I want it to get done. So we have to take the time. But Abuela doesn't even have the opportunity because she sees nothing. Right. Except for all of the gifts and then the one failure in her eyes that was Mirabelle who didn't get a gift. And instead of trying to figure out why, wasted all all of this time. But I believe it all had to happen for it to be rebuilt. So – I agree. I think so in the movie, Mirabelle notices little cracks in the house and stuff happening and the candle slowly flickering and dimming. And um, she eventually learns that Bruno has been in the walls, like patching the cracks to keep the house together, which just kind of breaks your heart that he's trying to patch it and he's not even really a part of the family in their eyes at this point. Um, But That goes for anything in life. Once you have the smallest crack and you don't heal that crack fully or you just put a Band-Aid on it or a Band-Aid fix, which you know we all hate, um, the cracks are going to keep going. Like the foundation's going to keep breaking until it all comes to a head and the whole house collapses, which is what happens. And there's this moment where Mirabelle says to her abuela, this is you. Like you're breaking this family. I love this family and Bruno loves this family. Like you are the one doing this. And um which a couple things. A respect, I believe, has to be earned by everyone. Adults mm-hmm. need to earn respect of children. They can't just demand it because they're older. Um mm-hmm. and I also believe vice versa. And the other thing is we talk a lot about, and I love this, like if you want to get to know someone, ask them about their childhood and then their parents' childhood and whatever. So after this all comes to a head and the house collapses and everything's broken and everyone has lost their gifts and their magic, um, her and Abuela, like she finally sees the Abuela's 
story. Like she really sees it and feels it and understands it to be like, oh my gosh, this is why she is the way she is. And this is what she went through. So it's no wonder she only cares about keeping this miracle alive Mm -hmm. and has kind of been blinded to all the other important things of who we are and, you know, who we want to be. So it's that understanding, the full circle understanding of, oh my gosh, I'm not seeing this from her perspective of why she is the way she is. And this goes for anybody in life when you can kind of get a glimpse or dig a little bit deeper as to why someone is the way they is, is the way they is. I know what you're saying. (laughs) Yes. Then there's just understanding and there's like humanness. And so she finally says, I see you to her abuela and her abuela comes in and like starts to realize, oh my gosh. And then it all kind of comes together. And at the end, um, song in rebuilding it none of them have their magic anymore but Mirabelle is the one that's like we can do this together and then the whole town comes to help them and they're like we don't have gifts but we have all of us to help and it made Abuela realize also like oh my gosh all of us can rebuild this thing together without this magic just being who we are um And in the song, she says, the miracle is you, not some gift, just you. And I think her realizing that, like, all of us are the miracle, that we are here and we have opinions and talents and ideas and feelings and all these things, that when we don't take the time to look at someone for all of what they are, instead of just the one opinion on politics or their one talent that they have or their one you know thing that they are say a mom or a job or whatever if we can't like give someone the wholeness that they deserve then we're Mm -hmm. missing out on so much in life and then you know we're missing beautiful and the magic all comes back (laughs) right right I mean I feel the pauses are simply reflection on this, on these ends of the microphones, ladies and gents. I mean, the whole topic of just family dynamics. I feel like Disney just hit it on the head in this beautiful way of family dynamics. You could turn that into friend dynamics, coworker dynamics. Like when you are in a community, which I believe we are lacking in life and we need to build those communities stronger instead of thinking we can all do everything on our own. Um, But when you're in a community, there are things that we misunderstand all the time, things that we judge or assume or put pressure on without even knowing. And I think this is just one of those beautiful reminders of like every community or group in whatever shape or form has these dynamics. And rather than ignoring the cracks or ignoring people or fluttering over situations when we like dig a little bit deeper and open our eyes a little bit more it can be so much better for all of us involved and like oh it's good it is really good and you know what's interesting that just occurred to me abuela was the one who received the miracle but we, yeah. she didn't actually have a special power that we knew of, right? Correct. Yes. So she 
who was building the walls and making sure that the walls stayed up and was setting barricades and protecting the candle, the miracle. Mm-hmm. That though that was her ability. And Mirabelle did not get a gift. And her ability was breaking those walls down. Yeah. But, but yeah. neither one can be done without the other thing. So right. it makes sense that Mirabelle's ability wouldn't manifest as a door because it was – it was it was like her what she was born to to do yeah. to save her family i mean essentially it was the greatest gift well and of then all. at it the just, end when the door yes, i can't is beautiful and she's at the center of it did you notice she's the, the reason that all yeah. of the magic flows back into their mm-hmm. world and again if you haven't seen it each person's Sorry. door no it's fine has a picture of them and their gift represented on it so like Louisa, it shows her and like all the strength, the mounds on her back, whatever it may be. Um, Isabella's has flowers everywhere and whatever. But then after this is all like fixed and they build this home together and then the magic comes back, all of their doors are just glittery, glittery, open, fun, showing that like your gift is a million different things. It's not just the one mm-hmm. Thing printed on the door, if that makes right. sense. You gotta watch it. Oh. You gotta watch it. You, you just gotta obviously watch it. If you don't, then shame on you. But And then um, beyond that, I mean, Disney is doing amazing with this representation mm-hmm. for so many people. Have you seen all those posts of like kids or even adults like taking pictures next to the TV screen? Like, I finally saw myself on TV in a Disney movie. Like, I am one of the characters now. Um, I think is awesome. I just think there's so many good things that they are putting out into the world. Yeah. And I read somewhere and I, I I don't know where I read it, so I can't give credit, but it's pretty obvious that everybody's special power can and should be communication. That's Mm -hmm. what's lacking from everything I mean, it's it's what is causing everything to break down um, is the lack of and and even the belief that you that you're able to. Mm-hmm. I mean, pe- people just feel like they can't, they can't, and what a horrible way to feel. And well, so we and have to whole, enable that. Even so, the one cousin, her name is Dolores, the one who can hear everything from like a mile away. When she finds out about something. It starts being like whispered through the table and then the whole we don't talk about Bruno thing and there isn't that open, clear, Mm -hmm. let's just lay it all out communication with any of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm definitely a bit of a psycho when it comes to that. Colleen and I always say clear is kind, even when it's not something you want to hear. Clear, open lines of communication save everyone so much time anger hurt like if it's just this is how I'm feeling and done now let's move on or dig deeper or whatever but um you see in the movie all the family members are like hiding certain things or whispering about certain things that or just not expressing certain things and I think communication especially in today's day and age where our social skills are so lacking due to technology. I mean, they're 
heightened because of our connection to other people, but they're so surface because of the way we do it or like misinterpreting things via the internet or whatever. Anyways, my point being that we have to work so much harder on communicating and communicating our own emotions and feelings and thoughts, and then also receiving other people's emotions Mm -hmm. and feelings and thoughts and having conversations about it because when we don't look at what happens, all these assumptions and judgments and things happen and it's not beneficial for anyone. No, it's not. And in a world where we're trying to spread kindness and make people feel like no matter who you are, where you come from, what you're able to do, what you're not able to do, the only member of this family who didn't have a quote unquote ability didn't let that define her. It mm-hmm. it actually it made her want to, to do something better and greater and it, it, at, for the whole of her family and not just for her. For her, um, mm-hmm. and you can argue that everybody was doing things for their community, but they but they weren't doing it in the way that the miracle was intended. Right. It, they were sacrificing everything, but it wasn't. I mean. It, there's just so there's just so many angles that you can um, approach this, but it's interesting because Danny, who's 15, who is um, a half Caucasian, a quarter Thai. You don't, I forget. I don't even know how to say it. He's like Tiger Woods is the mix of him. He didn't watch the movie, but he walked by and he was like, "Yeah, that's right, representation." <laughs> And I was like, he's like, wait, let's think about this. Moana and the princess frog and anything else. And so we started talking about and looking at the the movies. And um, even though it kind of feels like the last couple ones have been more diverse, the scale will never be balanced. Mm-hmm. So we, we, ha- we have to just – and I mean, these characters were the cutest, most lovable – relatable even Mm -hmm. though it's outlandish and everything but anyway um well even the soundtrack by the way guys it's lynn manuel miranda who we love obviously hamilton moana he vivo all the he's just freaking brilliant um but the music also is just so different it's you know it has a whole different I don't know. I feel like every lyric is so intentional. Like every lyric is, has meaning to it. And I guess a lot of songs do. And I obviously use songs as therapy because I feel like they're amazing, but I just feel like you just gotta even just listen to the soundtrack. There's just so much meaning behind every phrase or word or combination of words that he uses and it's so good it's so good and we learned or by scrolling through the trivia on imdb that a lot of the pieces of the story were changed based on the direction of the lyrics and what sounded best and i just find that to be very interesting um because the music in and of itself is an absolute masterpiece and it's no wonder. Like, how do you do write you something? That we don't talk about Bruno passed up, let it go. As like the top 
whatever. And I know it's hard to have context to that because now streaming and stuff is so different from when Frozen was released. But it said it like passed up Frozen's Let It Go for most popular Disney song. Right. Which and is it's hard been to believe that way. It just came out. Right. And there have been a lot of great movies that have come out since then. Mm-hmm. Not just Disney, obviously, but yeah. Obviously, this was more for someone who just wanted to share in the excitement <laughs> and, and passion for this this film. But if if you haven't watched it and you're still here, then I hope that you will go watch it. Uh, I was on the phone with my friend Katie, and I'm like, I have to go record a podcast. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, Encanto. <laughs> she's like, oh. I was like, did you watch it? And she goes, no, except I heard last weeks or the week the last podcast, and I heard you guys talking about it a little bit. And I was like, yep, nope, go watch it immediately. I just, yeah, even if you don't have any children at home to watch babysit or whatever, go tune it, tune in because it's, it's a good one. I, I obviously watched it because I had kids, but I firmly believe with my whole heart that I, I would love and appreciate it just as much or more, even if. I didn't have kids or watch it with my kids. Thousand percent. Yeah. So anyway. So anyway. We should really start like a hashtag. See it sees movie reviews. (laughs) We really should. And and we will only – well, we like to spread kindness, so we're not going to be bashing any movies. Um, But but anyway. Yeah. It's just – Movie. It's it's the best best one. And it came out of nowhere for me. Like – I didn't even know such a, such a thing was coming or that there was a new movie coming on Disney. I, I had no idea. And so it was like the most uh, like pleasant, pleasant surprise mm-hmm. <laughs> for me personally. So uh, It's a good one. Um, so many of our, our messages that we believe in. And that's just the best. When it's seen on screen and it's not us preaching them to our kids, but shown in the movie and the music that they're watching and listening to. So it makes us very happy when this happens. Amen. Um, and I'm sure lots of you have seen this. So pretty please send us a DM or email or something about your thoughts or if there's a piece that we missed that was like a golden nugget to you. Because um, we could just chat about this all day. We really could. Really could. We won't, um, all right, but we guys. could. Yeah. But we could. We will be back soon. And if you enjoyed this, tune into other episodes and rate and review. Follow us on social. Do all the things that help us do what we do, which is talk. (laughs) About things that are important, like Encanto. Yes. Yes. Okay, Okay. great. All right, everybody. Have a blessed day. Hashtag blessed. (laughs) Perfect. Bye. Bye.